have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, but there's something inside of you that says, Hello, welcome back to the podcast with your host, me, Imogen Rose. I am so glad to be back. I have missed the podcast so much. It's been a few months. We've got lots to catch up on and today's episode is a super special one, especially because we're going into series five season five, whichever country you're in. Um, I know Americans say seasons, we kind of use the word series. Um, I'm blabbering on, it doesn't really matter. But today's episode is a really special one because we're going to be talking about post-Xmas food guilt and how you can overcome this, feel better about yourself. And I'm also going to provide you with lots of tips towards the end of the episode that are really going to help you get back on track and get you feeling your absolute best in time for New Year. First of all, I can't explain to you how amazing it feels to be back on the podcast. I have missed you guys so much and I have also been looking at my analytics and this podcast has grown so much in the last six months. So I just firstly want to say thank you so much to anyone who is sharing the podcast on their Instagram stories, sharing it with their friends in real life, um, even sharing the link if you click the share button alongside the episode and share it via WhatsApp to your friends and family. It really, really does help boost this podcast and show to Apple and Spotify to push this podcast out to much more people, which really does mean so much to me. So I just want to say thank you for anyone who has been sharing the podcast over the last couple of months as well. It just goes to show you that is really, it really does work. Um, so yes, first thing you want to get, get the thanks out of the way. It feels amazing to be back. I have a big massive list for this series to be bigger and better than ever. I've got so many ideas of what I want to cover especially in the next few weeks Um, and I really want to um, record over the next couple of days I'm going to pre-record quite a lot of episodes so we have a full January um, because I know that these podcasts are a real massive help for when you're on your daily walks, when you're doing your cardio sessions, when you're in the car on the way to the gym. Um, So I really do want to be a part of your routine and I'm going to make sure that every Monday at 6am that you do get a regular podcast episode for the next couple of months. So there's so much to look forward to in terms of that so I really do appreciate all of the support on the podcast Um, but firstly let's get into it. Let's talk about um, food, shame and guilt, whatever you want to call it, those kind of negative feelings that start to bubble to the surface um, after you've overindulged, um, had a little bit of a session where you've um, perhaps eaten like a share bag of something, a packet of mince pies you know, you know when you're just sitting at the TV and you're not actually paying attention to what you're consuming, those kind of sessions that kind of leave you feeling sluggish, feeling sick, feeling like you are a bit of an embarrassment, those feelings are very, very common first of all and I want you to know that you're not alone in feeling like that and pretty much anybody can endure these um 
these sessions. I want to be really careful with my wording because a lot of people overuse the term um, binging um, and binge, binge eating disorder is a um, medical condition that um, doctors diagnose you with um, and if you are kind of pre-diagnosed diagnosis and you do feel like you need extra support from a, um, a qualified therapist please do get in touch with your GP um, or a professional um, or there's so many charity organizations out there as well especially that's that especially deal with things like eating disorders um, so firstly I do want to kind of make it clear that I am talking about um, people who maybe have problems with eating, like emotional eating, but don't suffer with any kind of specific eating disorders that may need extra support and extra help that I am not qualified to give to give you. Um, so yes, so in the past, I have, I myself have gone through stages of really, really overindulging to the point where I feel sick. I don't feel myself and I just make myself feel really guilty afterwards. And um, that can kind of lead to then going into an over-restriction episode Um dieting I've done things I've done the most ridiculous things post Christmas to try and get my pre-Christmas body back um not actually realizing that the majority of that weight put on over Christmas is not actually fat at all um it can be water weight due to the amount of carbs that you've eaten the excess alcohol you've had and actually if you kind of go back to your normal routine quite quickly after Christmas, you will find that the scales come back down quite quickly to your pre-Christmas weight anyway, just by implementing some um, solid steps that I'm going to talk to you uh, later in the podcast about. Um, so it's firstly really important to not over over-restrict after um, you have uh, done any kind of almost damage um you don't want to don't want to go into damage control mode and go the other way because once we start really focusing on one extreme to the other the all or nothing mentality that can lead down a slippery slope that we don't want to go down it's very very common to feel a sense of guilt or shame after indulging in rich holiday foods and treats this is especially true if you stayed away from your kind of usual eating habits or you feel like you've gained gained weight. However, it's important to remember that it's okay to treat yourself and enjoy kind of the occasional mince pie, the Christmas pudding, um, the Baileys. It's really important that that is okay. It's okay to treat yourself and enjoy yourself during the holidays. I have spoken about this over my on, on my Instagram um, over the last couple of weeks that... Um, one week of your year is less than 2%. It's like 1.9% of your actual year. And when you think about how you are behaving the rest of the year in terms of your kind of healthy habits, your healthy eating, your workouts, your, your steps, your water, if you are being quite balanced the rest of the year, then 
that 2% is really not going to do that much in terms of your progress, in terms of your um, habit forming and things like that. It's not going to make that much of a difference. So just kind of, it it does help by putting it into perspective a little bit more and kind of zooming out and thinking about the whole year rather than that just that one week where you go off track, you're having chocolate for breakfast, you're having um, a couple of Baileys at night, maybe you've had like a really heavy night out and you, um, it's, it's not like a normal every week thing, but you, you've gone out on Christmas parties, um, family parties that include a lot of alcohol. Um, it's really important that it is very, very normal to feel kind of out of it, out of the loop and feel almost a bit out of control. And if your past self really did want that mince pie or that two the, those two mince pies, the hot chocolate, the um the chocolate that you've had for Christmas presents, if your past self wanted those in that moment, then don't bully your future and your present self because of that past self decision. What you need to do is be a, very mindful in how you are treating yourself because of a decision you made last night or this morning and that decision doesn't need to affect the rest of your day, the rest of your week or the rest of your months. You can um get in get yourself into a positive mindset and really talk talk yourself talk yourself through it and ask yourself why why are you making yourself feel this guilty over um a couple of mince pies or um a christmas pudding what do you actually think you're getting out of it um is it is it the feeling of right okay well if if I make myself really guilty and if I kind of bully myself because of that decision that I made, is that going to make me make better decisions in the in the future? Because nine times out of 10, it's actually not. It's going to be more detrimental to your future progress, to your mindset and your mental health. It's going to be far more detrimental by being very nasty and feeding your brain negativity. We know by looking at um, psychologists and science that we make better decisions when we're not stressed, when we are in a calm mindset where we can think clearly and that kind of mindset comes from compassion. So if you allow yourself to be more compassionate towards yourself and um, stop this really self-critical, self-doubt, um, horrible mindset, if you stop that, stop that mindset and stop it in its tracks and start to be a bit more compassionate, you'll allow yourself to actually make better decisions for your future self. So now that the holidays are over, you may be wondering how to get back on track and return to your usual routine. This will be especially the case if you are a client of mine and you want to get back to the gym. You're um, you're over the kind of indulging. You're over the sitting at, sitting at, on the sofa and watching all of the Christmas films. You've destroyed the whole of Netflix, and you're ready to get back to it. You're ready to feel your best, to feel that mental clarity that the indulging doesn't really give you. So I'm going to go through some steps that are hopefully going to help you get back on track whilst feeling um, positive and compassionate toward yourself, which I think is very, very important. Um, 
So, how can you get back on track without feeling guilty or deprived? Here are um, five tips that are really going to help you over the next couple of weeks. Number one is don't try and make up for lost time. This is something that I've kind of touched upon already, but I think it's one of the most important um, reasons because we're all guilty of it kind of overindulging over Christmas and they and then you get into the fad diet mentality and think, right, okay, what's the quickest way to undo all of this damage? When actually that is going to be way more damaging than what I'm going to suggest to you. Um, drastically cutting calories or starting a really strict diet is not going to help you. It's not going to be good for your mental or physical well-being. Trust me, don't bother doing it. Instead, what we can do is gradually incorporating healthier habits into your routine. And this is really good as well to, instead of focusing, usually what we do, when we are feeling like we've overindulged, we've um, put on weight, we've fell out of our routine with the gym, we tend to think about, right, what can I cut out of my diet? Instead, I want you to flip that mentality on the head and focus on, right, okay, what can I add into my diet? What's going to make me feel good? Forget about the restricting, forget about taking out, let's focus on what we can bring into that diet. This could be as simple as adding more fruits and vegetables to your meals. So, um, kind of breakfast time, maybe you um, switch up your breakfast, maybe for the last last week you've been having chocolate for your breakfast. We can still have chocolate for our back breakfast, but how about we have like a couple of chocolate coins or something on some oats? And with the oats, maybe you add on some kind of like chia seeds that are gonna be really good with um, uh, lots of omegas in, which are gonna be really beneficial to your brain health. And remember we spoke about the mental clarity, Anything that is good for your brain health is going to give you that mental clarity, that really nice, clear head feeling that makes you feel good. So uh, some blue blueberries are re- really good for brain health as well. So blueberries, chia seeds, um, bananas, they, they've got lots of potassium in, which is beneficial. Um, and uh, for your mental health and... Um, yeah, oats are just slow releasing as well. So they're going to be very beneficial, especially if you have been for the last week um, eating chocolate, which is a very quick, quick kind of sugary fix. Um, if we add in the chocolate to something like oats, we're gradually over time changing our diet back to a bit of a healthier one that is included, still including things that you absolutely love and enjoy. Also, just adding um, simple vegetables to meals. So let's say you're having like spaghetti bolognese. You could just have a little portion of broccoli on the side, which is going to be really filling. It's full of fiber and um, it's full of all the nutrients and minerals that are going to be really helpful in getting you back to feeling amazing. Um, Just gradual smaller changes are far more beneficial and long-standing because it's going to be so much easier to do gradual changes rather than shock your body, shock your mind and body and then give up after three days because it's just not sustainable. 
I know gradual and sustainability is boring. I know that. My clients tell me this all the time, but I want it now. I just want the, I want the results now. But realistically, if you change just a couple of things here and there, you're going to see massive, massive changes over kind of a three to six or nine month period rather than committing to a ridiculous diet for five days, a smoothie diet or a juice diet that's going to make you feel like shit and you are going to give up after three days because it's just not sustainable and it's not, you're not going to be getting enough nutrients and energy for what you are um, trying to do with your life, i.e. the gym, work, etc. Um, gradual changes are just so much more beneficial, so much more sustainable and can help you develop a much healthier relationship with food, which is something that we all battle with and we all need to get 10 times better with because your relationship with food is the top priority on the list. Forget um, comparing yourself to Instagram models, people on um, the TV, on in films, forget that. Your relationship with food comes first. That's the most uh, most important thing. Number two is don't beat yourself up for indulging over the holidays. Remember, it's completely normal. It's normal to want to treat yourself and it's okay to do so in moderation. It absolutely is okay and I want you to tell yourself it's okay. Don't let the guilt or shame derail your progress, especially if you, um, like me, before Christmas were in a really good mindset, you were good, uh, a good in a good space with your kind of fitness. Don't let one week ruin and derail that progress. It's not worth it, trust me. It's really important to practice self-compassion and be kind to, kind to yourself. Um, the third tip that I'm going to give you is to find ways to stay active that you enjoy. This could be going for a walk, um, joining a new gym, uh, finding a fitness class at that gym, or finding a fun out- outdoor activity. Something like, um, you could even do things like rock climbing, pole dancing, aerial hoop. There are so many ways now you can stay active. Ideally, if you do have a very specific fitness goal, like growing your glutes, um, building a mus- muscular back, just feeling um, toned, more muscular and um, a, a bit leaner, if that if those those kind of aesthetic goals are your goals, then ideally you would be um, using a workout program to follow, and it would include include progressive overload. The best way to do that is to find yourself a fitness coach, and I think this is a really good time for me to mention that I do still have limited spaces available. If you do want to start with me. Um, as a client. I have limited spaces available starting January. So if you do want a fitness coach to help you incorporate a really solid fitness routine and include things like weekly check-ins to help you stay accountable, um, a community group, an exclusive community group where everybody posts and cheers each other on to keep going. um, And an app as well to monitor your progress, then please do get in touch with me via my website, www.imogenrosefitness.com and submit a coaching inquiry over there.
The next tip I'm going to talk about is mindfulness. I think it's really important, especially if you struggle with kind of stress eating, emotional eating, um, the, the opposite to mindful eating really, then practicing mindfulness can be a really beneficial way um, to help with your eating habits. Um, one thing for mindful eating one kind of tip would be to be present in the moment when you're eating. Uh, This can help, it just can help you pay attention to your hunger and fullness signals because I think we live in a society now where we're constantly distracted. We're always scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Instagram, watching Netflix and it is a constant distraction. Our brain has learned that it's only okay when we're distracted and that includes when we're eating when really back in the day um a healthy meal a healthy kind of routine at dinner would be that we're all sat around the dinner table with our family members there's no no such thing as phones and we're all having a conversation um in between eating so as uh um kind of how quickly we eat things would have been much slower because we're eating, we're taking a bite, chewing properly, actually paying attention to what's on our plate. Whereas now we're so focused on, okay, I'm eating, let me quickly get a program to watch. I'm guilty of this too. Um, I feel like I really got into a negative place last year with only being able to watch something. Um while I'm eating, no, the other way around, only be able to eat something while I'm watching something, because I, I really do need to, I personally really do need to sort out my phone addiction next year, um, and I know that a lot of you who are listening will be in the same boat, really struggle with how much you're on your phone, and how much you are in front of a screen, um, so yeah, so paying attention to your f- hunger and fullness levels, fullness signals, sorry, can be really helpful and help you enjoy your food more, help you enjoy each and every mouthful a lot more. And being mindful when you eat means you're paying so much more attention to the food and the sensations in your body rather than eating on autopilot or while you're distracted by other things like I've mentioned, Netflix, scrolling, that kind of thing. So my challenge to you over the next couple of days is to make a bigger thing of mealtime. Go to to your partner and actually express your desire to want to sit down at the table. And this is another thing why um, so many relationships break down, especially now, because we don't actually spend enough quality time without screens with our partner. We are so wrapped up in distraction that we're not actually being present with one another and dinner time can be a really positive way to do this in a relationship to sit down at the table talk about your day talk about I mean a real um a one that is very very applicable to right now is talking about your your couple goals and your goals that you want to achieve individually um that's a really good topic to cover over the next couple of weeks with your partner ask them what their goals are and what your goals are together as a couple as well if you're single um you can do this with a friend, you could do this with a family member. It's just a really positive way to kind of go into the new year um 
with this mindset of spending a lot more time with each other and being a little bit more present um, in your relationships to feel connected. And the final um, tip that I'm going to give you is about progress. So I think it's really important to remember that progress is not always in a straight line. It's not linear. It is completely normal along your um, journey, especially if you've got a weight loss journey or even a weight gain journey. It's going to be um, completely normal to have ups and downs. And it's really important to be kind to yourself and not let those setbacks discourage you. If you are having a bit of a down, just remember that that down is going to be temporary. You're going to have moments like that where you overindulge or you stray away from your usual habits. Um, Maybe you don't hit your protein goal. Um, Maybe you kind of have a couple of days off the gym. But the key is to get back on track and return to your healthy habits as soon as possible. By making small, sustainable changes to your routine and focusing on healthy habits rather than strict rules or deprivation, that kind of all or nothing mentality, you will be able to get back on track after the holidays and feel absolutely amazing about your choices. It can also be so helpful to enlist the support of your friends, your loved ones on your journey to help you get back on track. Because nine times out of 10, they might actually be thinking the same way you're thinking. They may also share very similar fitness goals, fitness and health goals for the new year. So get them on board and share your goals, share your challenges with others and that can really help you stay accountable and stay motivated. It's also important to find a a real nice balance between taking care of your physical and emotional well-being. This means that finding healthy ways to manage stress, cope with your stress or seek support from a mental health professional if you feel like it's getting out of hand, getting out of control, and you actually do need professional support. It's really important to take the step to reach out to someone, reach out to a charity, reach out to your GP if you are in need of some extra support. I hope these steps have really helped you feel um, focused and motivated and also to show some compassion to yourself over this period um, and allow yourself to have a rest um, have a restful time as well as um, having to think about the next steps to the to new year's resolutions because that also can have a negative effect on your mental health to always feel like you constantly need to be on the go um, you do need to also take some time for yourself rest recover um so you are putting yourself in the best position possible to tackle the new year um and I also do want to add finally um that it's really important to remember that weight is not the only indicator of health so don't get too caught up on the number and the scales um and really do focus on how you're feeling, how your mental health is and what you can be doing to incorporate into your life instead of taking away. (laughs) 